Do you ever wonder, boy, is that person really even listening to me? <laughs> or what about that friend, that relative, the neighbor, the church person, I don't know, someone you work with who listens to you or so you think, but then nothing ever comes to fruition. They don't go to mass. They don't go to adoration. They don't look anything up. And so you kind of sit there and you're like, maybe I'm not the person that's going to bring this person back to the church. Well, how do you think I feel sometimes when I'm coaching people? And I have a lot of clients and I love every single one of them and they all struggle with different things. Some even with their faith, some with addictions and mortal sins, others with anger or relationship issues, or trying to deal with their spouse who may also have an addiction or who has an addiction and they don't. I've also coached people on how to advance their careers, how to switch careers and how to start a ministry. I've been out there pretty much coaching on everything in life, but keeping it where Jesus and the Catholic Church and the sacraments is the center Okay, that's what I do. That's why I do this podcast. That's why I share with you as much as I possibly can that I know for a fact has been true in my life. I'm not alone in feeling sometimes, am I making a difference in the people that A, I'm working with, or B, in my own life? And you'll never guess what happened? (laughs) There was this woman. She's in her low 20s. When we first started working together, it was a couple of years ago. And how I manage my client relationship is I allow the clients to tell me when they want to meet. We'll get together. We'll talk a little bit about what this coaching thing is about. But then I look to them How many times do you want to meet in a month, for example? How long do you want to talk? Typically, it's once a week in the beginning, and then it extends as you go on, as things get better, as your prayer life, that's another thing that I coach on, becomes a root, the center of your life, so that you can then discern and love others and love yourself and pray and fight the spiritual battle throughout the day, pull out those deliverance prayers when you need them, and that's when you're really walking the walk and fighting the spiritual battle. Out of the blue, I get an email from an... Darn it, sorry everyone, that was so loud. Okay, I've got a little bit of time before my radio segment, but I was... Okay, let me go. That totally screwed me up. So this woman in her early 20s, when we first started working together, that was probably three years ago. And we were working together a lot in the beginning. And then she would take a break. And then occasionally I would just send a quick note because I'd be thinking of these people. If you've ever been a coaching client of mine, you've got to know whether I reach out or not. Man, do I think about how you all are doing. You guys touch my heart. You make friends with someone and then they disappear off the face of the earth. And it's like, 
okay, I know we had a coaching client relationship, but it's still, I think about all y'all a lot. And this person twice, I reached out to her after the first year and a half because I hadn't heard from her in a while and I wanted to see how things were going. She was just starting to get out into the job market. And she said, I'm really struggling with the Catholic church. She's a convert and I think I'm going to leave it. This is after a year and a half of digging through past trauma, really trying to help her understand that these voices that she's hearing are not gods, that they are Satan's and they have been attacking her forever. She had some issues with her dad and him casting spells on them. I mean, a lot of spiritual stuff is going on in this chick's life. And so when she sends me those notes and I, my heart breaks like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, like I take it personally. You cannot leave the church. Girl, this is all you got. But I don't say that. I want to. But I reach out and I offer my love and I offer my prayers and I don't judge. I don't want to push her away. And then a few months later, I send another note. She's back in the church. She's got some friends. It's all good. And then another six month, months, excuse me, go by up until this point. And that's when she reaches out again. And she says, I'd like to schedule an appointment for discernment. And I said, absolutely. So then I hear this amazing story. Man, we were on the phone for three hours yesterday. It was extraordinarily awesome. The time flew because I was so excited to hear this woman who is now probably 26, 27 years old struggle with so much past trauma and so much attacks from the evil one on her life in ways where she was contemplating suicide. People, this is serious. And then when I don't hear from her, then I get freaked out. And then she tells me this beautiful story about how Jesus and her get together in prayer, how she's now hearing Jesus's voice, how she is in disturbed. <laughs> Are you kidding me? The most important part of this podcast, and I screw it up. She is in discernment for going into the religious life to be a cloistered nun. How incredible is that? She's going in to the monastery for two months on February 14th, the same day that she got baptized, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago back in or into the Catholic Church. This young soul, I knew God was going to do something amazing with her. When I have people in their 20s reach out for coaching, I just sit and I, I love it. I cannot believe how amazing it is for them to have God in their life. I can't even imagine because I didn't have God in my life until about 42 years old and really not until about 43, 44, which is when I started changing my life. So I was crying on the phone yesterday. I just can't stop praying for this girl. She has seen evil. She has seen good. Now, she hasn't seen God but she has seen good spirits in her life. I can't explain it. I can't get into it, but I'm going to tell you this. 
you never know what you will do and what your impact will have on somebody else's life. Even if you never talk about the Catholic Church, I go back to us being a witness by how we love, how we discipline ourselves and have some temperance, how we are different. We are Christ-like. And then we give it to God. So for your family members and your friends and your relatives, your coworkers, your church people, whoever, and you know what? Even church people need help on the journey. There's a lot of people that just go to mass on Sunday, but have no relationship with God, are living in mortal sin, don't even know what the Catholic Church is all about or the teachings and what we're supposed to do to abide by them. This isn't our choice. This is God, just like in the Old Testament, telling us how we should worship him. If you ever read the book of Leviticus, <laughs> God's pretty particular. He needed things in a particular way, specifically on certain days done by certain people. It's important. God tells us how to worship, which is why Jesus passed down the Catholic Church with the sacraments, with all of this stuff that surrounds it, continuing on what the Jewish practice had in place. Again, so that we, by our silly little fickle selves, don't make up all these rules and decide to worship the way that we want to worship because it's fun and we like it. So let's just rest in the fact that if we can be the most loving as we possibly can, and I am telling you, when I'm a coach, I sit and I pray and I have the Holy Spirit come into my heart. I really try to take myself out of it. But at the end, I'm invested. At the end of that call, I hang up. I'm like, oh, I mean, I'm telling you, that girl was on my heart all day yesterday. Amazing. Keep living your life as best you can every day. So today, that's what we're going to do. We're going to pray right now. We're going to ask for God to come into our life so that we can be the most loving, caring, kind, energetic, zealous person that people see because not many people out there do that. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit, into our hearts, our souls, our minds, our bodies, and help us to be that witness, that person that will somehow drop a seed in somebody else's life, and then we leave it to you to water it. Hopefully, Lord, in some way, we will see those fruits in this life. But if not, that's okay. We don't need to see them. We know that we have given those people to you and we know that you will do what you need to do in your own time. But we do ask that you help us because all that we can do is work on ourselves. We got to stop worrying about a speck in everybody else's eyes and work on that big old log that's in ours. So as we are on day number two of the new year of 2024, Lord, can you please put in our hearts more zeal for whatever it is that we are trying to do differently in our lives to be holier, happier, and healthier. 
In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Mary, take our left hand. Holy Spirit, take our right. Guide us and lead us to Jesus' sacred heart. Guardian angel, please protect us and guide us and lead us too. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, today was a different day. I just have to wrap up. Wrap up, because yesterday I slept in. Today, I did not. I got up, actually a little bit earlier, 10 to 5. Laid there for a minute. Kind of dozed off. Woke up at 5.05. Thank you, God. Did all my prayers. And I'm already starting to kind of do a little cleaning around the house after get this podcast on after I do my Tuesday word of the day for Annunciation Radio in Toledo, Ohio. And yeah, I am on fire. I bounced on my little dude this morning. What's my little dude? Don't worry, it's not a person or a puppy dog or my husband. <laughs> it's an actual mini trampoline. It's called Cellar Sizer. C-E-L-L-E-R-C-I-S-E. R or seller size. I don't know. Type something like that in there and you will find the little mini trampoline that I have now fallen in love with. I know I'm doing it too fast because I can feel a little bit. I can feel a little bit of it in my lower stomach, kind of around my hips, because that's where most of the stuff just gets jarred, you know, because you're going up and down. This is not the same as a big trampoline in the backyard of your house, so you can't do the same thing on your kid's trampoline if you're thinking about doing this in the summer. you got to have a mini trampoline that is much more firm. That's about the best word I can think. When you you bounce down on it, you're not going, you're not jumping up high either. It's just very firm. And that jarring... With all of your organs and all of your stuff in you, that's why they say do it slowly in the beginning. But I just love it so much. So I did it, I think, for six, seven minutes yesterday. And I loved it. I mean, I'm sweating. I get off the thing. I'm huffing and puffing. And that's why the guy says 10 minutes a day. And I'm like, 10 minutes a day? I'll do it twice a day. That's actually what he does recommend. I'll do it three times a day. I just bounced on it for a couple of minutes just to get myself awake Oh my gosh, what a difference it makes. Look, it's only a couple of days. So give me a little bit more time before you go running out and buying one of these things. The one I bought is not cheap. But I bought it because I looked at all of the other rebounder reviews out there online. And you do the same thing. You do the budget that you need to do and what's good for you. Funny, because I saw another woman who's in menopause. I think she's like 55. And she went from her spring trampoline to a bungee one because she needed it to be less firm. So you got to take all these things into consideration. Oh, excuse me. I just did not want a bungee. I didn't want to hear the, you know, just, I would just think that the sound would get worse as the rubber wore. And then, you know, when they break, you got to replace them. So I just kind of went with this whole, you know what, I'm going to stick with good old-fashioned metal springs. And I told you yesterday that I also want to have this probably in the outdoor elements without like, you know, not inside where the air is conditioned hot and cold. It's probably going to be in the shop where there's no heater, no air conditioner, humidity, all that kind of stuff. So I just need to make sure that the metal is good and won't rust and it won't. So that being said, it's amazing. But I haven't 
actually done my lifting yet. I told everyone yesterday on my Soul, Mind, and Body group that that was what I was going to do, was lift. Instead, I did almost a 20-minute trampoline thingy, which was great. I'm telling you, I felt so wonderful. I wanted to nap, didn't nap, jumped on that thing, got off, had all the energy in the world, jumped in the shower, life was good. But today is going to be strength. And man, what a difference a day makes. I just want you to know, if you got a crap day yesterday, or if your day is starting off kind of yucky today, and by the way, crap is not a good word. I'm really trying to clean up my mouth all the way around. I'm not doing the swearing, but I don't need to say, holy cow, holy crap. You know, I don't need to say holy in any of that stuff. What's the point of doing that? And I'm trying to stop saying, oh my gosh. So I'm replacing it with good night. You know, I don't know. (laughs) Something, something, I don't know. Anyway, it's a great day. And I want you to shift your mood if you're in a yucky mood to saying, look, I'm alive. I've got God in my life. If I die, I've got God in my life. I have hope for life after death. Look at the sacrifices in your life today and offer them up to God. If you are not feeling it, but you're going to work out anyway, offer it up. Make it meritorious. If you don't want to have whatever breakfast you have and you'd rather have your sugary pancakes and syrup stuff, offer that up too. Offer it all up. There's no big or small offering that God does not delight in. All righty. Now I'm going to let you go. Get out there, be love. Live like your life depends on it. You know, like these other people's lives depend on it. That's a good one. Live your life like your family and friends depend on it. That's a good one. Wow. Thank you, God. I don't know where that came from, but I'm going to use that one big time. I think that's a video. Okay. Because when we do things for other people, it's selfless, which means we love them. And at the same time, we're loving ourselves and we're loving God by doing what God tells us. See, it all matches. All righty, everyone. I love you all. Find something more with God today. Soul, mind, and body. Capture those thoughts. Capture those actions. Capture those words. By the way, Lord, I am sorry for saying the word C-R-A-P. You know that I am working on it. I am not good. And to all the people that are on this podcast, I'm sorry to you because your ears don't need to hear that. It was very disrespectful. Lord, give me the strength to be pure in my speech. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. That's what we do. When we we screw up, when we make ourselves known to our families on what we're working on, our accountability partners... Then we apologize to God, we apologize to the people, we love ourselves, and we ask God for the grace moving forward. I mean, hello, that's evangelizing. (laughs) Okay. All right, I was halfway there. Find something more with God, soul, mind, and body, and have a blessed and inspired day.